opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Welcome. It's time to transform your health. Over the next hour, you will learn how to reverse disease, overcome health plateaus, and become the healthiest version of you so you can live your life to the fullest. This is the Maximize Your Health Radio Show with Dr. Lee Thomas, sponsored by Riverside Family Chiropractic. Hello, Columbus. Dr. Lee Thomas here, host of uh, Maximize Your Health Radio. Um, have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, I hate wasting time, so we're going to go over uh, the three best proven ways to increase, I would argue, is the most important thing that you can do in your life, which is sleep. And uh, and I think that oftentimes we don't get enough of it, obviously. And uh, don't kid yourself. I, uh, I always talk to patients or uh, people in my life who like to brag almost, oh, I can go four hours on sleep. No, you can't. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe why that is true on the show today and uh, give you action steps. So a couple things before we get started. Uh, if you want to check us out online, uh, RiversideFamilyChiro.com, or uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Ask Dr. Lee, uh, RiversideFamilyChiro.com or Facebook.com, Ask Dr. Lee. Uh, what we're going to do on the show today is go over the three best proven ways to increase sleep. So let's talk about why sleep is so darn important. Uh, it's not just so that you feel rested in the day. Uh, let's talk about overall health outcomes of people who actually sleep well. Uh, weight management. So we know that people who lose sleep actually have lower testosterone levels, which means uh, over an eight-week period, they had people eat the same and work out the same, and one group got one hour less sleep than the other one, and one group got two hours less sleep than the normal one, which got eight hours of sleep. And they showed that people who got less sleep had higher levels of body fat gain and lower levels of muscle mass over an eight-week study. So same diet, same exercise, same everything. We know that lack of sleep definitely affects how well your body functions. And it has a profound effect on you keeping a healthy weight, uh, you keeping healthy muscle tone, which really comes down to hormones, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, we know that people who don't sleep enough have lower levels of delta waves in their brain when they sleep. And uh, delta waves or um, uh, the waves that are produced in your brain, that's actually a great indicator of biological age. So we know that people who don't sleep as well, it increases the rate of cognitive decline. People with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, if they don't sleep enough, uh, they're going to have a lot of problems long term. Uh, we know it lowers mental performance. So if you're someone who likes <laughs> having a great short-term memory, remembering all the things that you had to do yesterday, today, uh, that is extremely important for sleep. Um, it also has been shown to decrease pain in people. So I take care of a lot of people who have chronic neck issues and back issues. And, and it's twofold. We know that people who sleep better have better function throughout the day. We also know people who have more pain uh, more problems, don't sleep as well. So I'm going to go over action steps of how to actually fix and correct those things. So again, we're going to crush the fad that you can't go on four hours. No, you can't. Um, I just talked about all of those things. People who lack sleep, eventually, if you're robbing from Peter to pay Paul, eventually you're going to get in trouble. And that's what happens when we go short on sleep. So what I want to go through today are three of the most important things that you can start doing on a daily basis or a weekly basis to make sure that you increase 
uh, your amount of quality sleep and make it so that you're healthy long term. Okay. So the first thing, and this is one of the easiest things that you can do. Uh, this is one of the most common problems we all do as well is when we try to go to sleep at night, we are using way too much technology. Uh, our technology, especially our cell phones, emits a light that is called blue light. And what blue light has been shown to do is lower melatonin levels. Uh, quick biochemistry lesson, melatonin is increased right before bed typically. So melatonin is what allows us to relax and calm down and it lowers our heart rate and it makes my, my speaking slower. That's melatonin. Cortisol is the other thing. Cortisol is you know, active throughout the day. Uh, cortisol is what keeps us up and active and moving around. And when you're stressed, you have lots more cortisol. But so what, we've, what research has shown is that blue light can actually decrease our body's melatonin production. So people are up all night watching TV or on their cell phone, and they're like, I just couldn't fall asleep. And it's like, well, you're literally looking at something that is tricking your brain into thinking that it's daylight outside. <laughs> and so that's causing you not to be able to sleep. Okay, that's why people in Vegas never sleep because they've got all this stimulation around all the time and their body just can't shut down. So one of the first things when it comes down to sleeping is pay attention to your body's natural cycles. We should be exposed to light during the day and darkness at night. And if you want to work before you go to bed or something like that, that's fine. You can actually get uh, cell phone covers or you can get uh, laptop covers that have blue light blockers that will actually stop your body from absorbing the blue light and affecting your sleep. So that's the first thing. Make sure that you're balancing your body cycles. Big thing is eliminating blue light. Second thing, balance your cortisol and melatonin levels. Just a couple quick things on, on melatonin, because I think everyone's heard of it. Again, melatonin naturally increases throughout the day towards nighttime. The number one factor when it comes to producing healthy amounts of melatonin it, it's melatonin is not produced in your brain. Melatonin is produced inside of your gut. And, and we know this. We know that your body produces four to 500 times more melatonin in your gut than it does in your pineal gland of your brain. And so when it comes down to it, does what you eat matter? Oh my gosh, absolutely. If you're eating bad food, uh, especially highly toxic food or highly inflammatory food, or if you're deficient in the foods that you need, it's going to affect you and it's going to cause a lot of problems. So I had a patient come into my office. Her name was Stacy. And, um, and I mean, the main thing that she came in for, we did a radio show on sleep maybe three years ago. And she came in and she said, listen, I've done a lot of things right. I'm, I'm taking melatonin supplements and I'm, you know, not, uh, not exposing myself to blue light. And I, I'm doing all the little things online, all the little tricks. You know, my room's cold, all this stuff. She goes, but I just can't sleep well. And, and we found a couple really, really critical things that were going on that she wasn't doing properly. One of the first things was that she had gut damage. She was a stress eater, and we hardly ever think that what we eat at 2 p.m. can affect how we sleep at night. But what we found out was that she was doing a lot of things wrong when it came to her diet. Simply put, she was not getting enough healthy fats. Uh, she was definitely deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. She was deficient in vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. Uh, she was not getting enough clean protein, so she was eating conventional meats, which have lots of toxins in them. And uh, so she wasn't eating organic or grass-fed meats. And uh, the other thing was she was sitting at a desk all day. So how does sitting at a desk all day affect you? Well, we talked about balancing your cortisol and melatonin levels. 
we know that when your body's under stress, so if your body's in a bad posture or bad alignment, she had chronic neck pain because she sat in a desk all day looking at a computer. And so we know that that causes stress. It increased her cortisol levels. She wasn't able to sleep properly. So this is what we did on her. This is the protocol that, that we've shown helps increase sleep. And we know this from research. We know that if your spine is damaged through either your neck or through your back, and it's causing pain or it's causing dis-ease in your body, if it's not allowing your body to function properly, we know that it's going to affect cortisol levels and it's ultimately going to affect how well you sleep at night. Uh, I've, I've been there before. I've been in a lot of pain and there's no way I'm sleeping. I'm twisting and tossing and turning all night. And the problem with that is lack of sleep doesn't just cause lack of sleep. You guys know this. It affects every other thing inside of your life. So getting it is extremely important. So with Stacy. We found the underlying causes of her issue. We found that, number one, she was not eating healthy foods. Number two, her spine was severely misaligned, especially in her neck. We worked on correcting her spine. We started adjusting her. Uh, it didn't take eight weeks or four weeks or two weeks. Literally after one adjustment, Stacy started to sleep better. What we did was by aligning her spine properly, we took the stress out of her body. We allowed her cortisol levels to regulate themselves naturally. Her melatonin was able to improve, and that night she reported better sleep. And uh, for those people who are research nuts out there, the research that we have on it is one out of three people, after their first adjustment, sleep better, and get this, four out of ten kids. So I, I take care of a lot of kids who have sleep problems, um, who don't sleep well, and uh, 40% of kids after one adjustment begin to improve their sleep. And so it's not about just applying things like just taking bunches of melatonin supplements or loading yourselves up with, with, you know, with drugs. It's about getting to the cause and correcting the cause. And we know that if we do that, we can help your body function a whole heck of a lot better. So if you're listening in and you're saying, gosh, that's me, like I've, you know, I've tried the supplements, I've tried this, um, especially if you have any type of, of, of stress in your body. If you have neck pain or, or numbness tingling in your fingers or, or you know, stiffness through your back or arthritis, I mean, those are huge, huge warning signs that there's an underlying stress in your body. So this is Dr. Lee Thomas. We're going over sleep, the importance of it. If you're not getting enough, the main things to do to start improving your sleep habits and honestly improving your overall health. We talked about why sleep is important. So uh, for weight management, people who lose sleep, have more body fat, they put on less muscle. We know that lack of sleep lowers your testosterone levels. It increases cognitive decline, things like Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's. It also lowers your mental performance. We know that. We know that short-term memory is affected as well. And so, you know, people lying to themselves saying that they can go on less sleep is just not the case. So what we're going over today is are the top three things that you can do to increase your amount of quality sleep in your daily life. So the first thing we talked about was eliminating blue light before bed. Those are things that are on our technology, our cell phones, our tablets, our computers. They emit blue light, which simulates daylight to our brain. And it's the reason why we don't make enough melatonin at night. Melatonin is the hormone uh, that actually controls, or the neurotransmitter that controls how well our body breaks down or slows down and sleeps. Number two, we have to work on getting your gut healthy. Um, melatonin 
and uh, and serotonin for that matter too, they're actually produced inside of your gut. They're not produced inside of your brain. And so we know now that the gut has been called really the second brain inside of the body. Your body makes 500 times the melatonin in your gut than it does in your brain. So that's where most of it comes from, which is, I think, just fascinating how just complex we are as humans. So if you have a damaged gut, if your diet is bad, if you have inflammation, if you have gut dysbiosis, if you have hormone problems, those are all big warning signs that you're going to have melatonin issues. And if you don't have good melatonin and you don't sleep well, everything else is going to go to the wayside. It can affect weight. It can affect blood pressure. It can affect cognition. It can affect mental performance, all of those things. So making sure that you balance your gut is one of the most important things that you can do towards building health long-term. I don't know how else to say that. It's very simple. So the last thing we're going to talk about today is the importance of balancing your nervous system. And I want to spend some time talking through this because I think this is the number one thing that we miss when it comes down to being healthy long-term. And so when I mean balance your nervous system, there's a couple things that, that I really mean when I'm saying this. Um, I think we've all heard of the term fight or flight before, right? If there were a bear sitting in your back seat right now and you turned over and looked at them, you'd probably feel a little jump in your heart, right? A uh, little increased heart rate. Uh, you'd want to either, you know, turn around and punch the bear, which is the fight mechanism, which I hope you don't do, or you'd want to open the window and duck and roll and get out of your car as fast as possible. Well, inside of our body, we have two different halves to our nervous system. We have the fight or flight or the active state of our nervous system, which is called the sympathetic nervous system. On the other side, we have a parasympathetic side to our nervous system. That is also known as resting and digesting. And essentially, these two parts of our nervous system have to be able to work in balance with one another. So if we're trying to make those two things work properly, what we have to do is understand what balances those. Well, one of the biggest things is stress imbalances those two functions. So if we're under a lot of stress, we're going to be increasing our body's fight or flight state. If we're under a lot of stress, we're going to be decreasing our resting and digesting state. And that's why we get these things called adrenal fatigue or adrenal imbalance. And it, it's really, really where we just can't balance our nervous system properly. And so one of the main things that we have to do when it comes to balancing your nervous system is to make sure that your body's physical nerve supply is working with no interference. Okay. We're not hard. We're not wireless inside of our body. We're very much hardwired. Our brain sends signals down through our spinal cord out through the nerves to tell every single thing what to do inside of our body. And so if your spine is damaged, it's one of the easiest ways to have problems with your nervous system. If you have damage to the top of your neck, it can cause headaches or migraines. If you have damage to the middle part of your neck, it can affect your thyroid gland because your thyroid literally sits right at the front of your neck. That can affect all of your hormone levels. If you have damage in the base of your neck, it can cause radiative pain that's coming down through your shoulders and into your fingertips. Problems in the middle part of your back has been shown to cause digestive problems, acid reflux. And in your lower back, if there's damage through there, you can have arthritis, which is stiffness, chronic pain. You can have numbness and tingling that comes down into your legs or sciatica. All of those are warning signs that there is damage to your nervous system. So I want you to think about it this way. How on earth can you function well if your nervous system is damaged? That's the only thing that controls health and healing inside of your body. And so if there is problems or if there's damage there, the most important thing is to find out what the cause of it is and how to get it corrected. 
This is Dr. Lee Thomas on Maximize Your Health Radio. So we're talking on the show today about sleep and ways to increase sleep. And what we're really going through at the end here is how to balance your body's nervous system. If you missed the first half of the show, check us out online at riversidefamilychiro.com. You'll be able to listen to our entire show on there and our other shows as well, as well as getting information on how to get healthy for yourself naturally. Um, We're talking about balancing your nervous system. And so the interesting thing is when there's damage to your nervous system, it affects every neurological aspect of your life. I talked about Stacy earlier, and one of Stacy's big problems was that she was under so much stress that uh, not only did she have chronic neck pain and headaches, but it was the biggest thing it was affecting was her sleep. And she would sleep maybe three, four, five hours a night. Uh, she'd be dead tired at the end of the night, but she'd find herself waking up at 1 a.m., at 3 a.m., at 5 a.m., and really unable to get back to a good, restful sleep. And so she was having all these other concomitant issues because of that. Uh, she was gaining weight, and she couldn't figure out why that was. Uh, you know, her, her she was sluggish at work. She was having pro- trouble remembering things. And again, it's not that we need to take ginkgo to increase our memory. It's that we need to find out what caused these problems in the first place and correct those so we can be healthy. And what it came down to was, Stacy, the underlying cause of all of her issues was related to what she was doing every single day. She was staring at her computer screen, and she had her head down, and she had two little kids, which I do too, so she was playing with them uh, you know, all the time and just had her head just constantly craned down. And what happened was she had a misalignment in her spine, in her neck, and that was causing the chronic pain that she was having. Well, here's how it works. The pain started to cause her to be under more stress, and it caused it started to decrease her sleep, which meant she perfunctioned less well throughout the day, which caused more what? You know what I mean? It causes more stress. And so she's in this horrible cycle where she just feels like she can't get out of it. So what we did was this. We really dug in and found out what the underlying cause of her issue was. We took x-rays on her spine. We found out that instead of having a healthy alignment to her neck, her spine and her neck was completely straight, which it shouldn't be. There should be a nice, healthy arc. Because of that, she was only 45 years old, and she was already developing arthritis in her spine. She had no idea that that was going on through there. Imagine if we would have never found that. Imagine if she would have gone the next 20 years just taking aspirin throughout the day, taking melatonin, just trying to increase her sleep from some other natural perspective as opposed to fixing the cause. Imagine if you had a bad tire on your car and, you're, and, you're, and when someone said, you know, you're out of alignment, you got to go fix it, and you didn't. You know, that tire would wear out way faster than it should. And that's the problem that I see is we have issues and problems in our life and we don't attack the cause. And what we do is we try to mask the symptoms or feel better in a day and get it to the point that we don't have, you know, we just don't feel bad anymore. And the problem is that is we miss the underlying cause and it makes us worse. If we would have left the arthritis that was developing her in her spine, sit there for 20 more years and just palliate her symptoms by the time that she was 55 or 65 or 75, her function would have been so much lower and it would have been nearly impossible to actually correct because once you form debilitating arthritis, there's, there's no cure. We don't have a surgery. We don't have a drug. We don't have anything that can fix that. That is the result of a bad lifestyle over decades. And I hate seeing that. And I see that all the time. So I'm here to tell you, if you have problems like that, don't wait. Don't wait until you can't walk anymore, until you can't move anymore, until you can't sleep anymore, until you can't spend time with your kids to do something about your health. Do it now. 
Don't wait for those things. With Stacy, this is what we did. Um, we found out that that was the problem. So she had the start of arthritis in her spine. It was a, what you would call a phase one arthritis, which is literally only five to 10 years of arthritis. Um, we started working on her and adjusting her. Literally after the first adjustment, she started to feel better. She slept more. After four weeks, we actually saw an improvement in the health of her spine, which again would have get, kept continually gotten worse over the years. We saw an improvement in that. Her pain was gone. The headaches that she was having went away. She was able to rest better throughout the night, perform better at work. I love it. I think we made her money rather than her paying us because she got a great raise at her work because she could actually now function and do the things that she wanted to do. And we always think that, you know, it's going to be so expensive. It's going to cost so much to take care of our health. Really, it's 10 times more expensive not to. And that's what I want the show to kind of end on is that, is that taking care of your health now will save you tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars in the long run because the most effective way to become bankrupt I know that there's a lot of guys on this channel who do shows on financial wellness. They'll tell you that one of the fastest ways to become bankrupt is to lose your health. This is Dr. Thomas signing off. I hope you guys have an amazing week. We'll see you here same time, same place. Take care.